0: Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beachfinder Quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect Beachfinder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com.
2: welcome back bachelor happy hour listeners thank you for tuning in i know it's been kind of a crazy week we don't always know when the episodes are airing but for the rest of the season it will be on tuesdays and so you can always catch happy hour on wednesdays and i'm extra excited this week because i have tia back with me you were out of pocket last week and we missed you so much it was not the same without you so
3: welcome back Tia. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back and so happy about our guest today. It's Riley. We know him and love him and he is just the best. He I truly do is. What he has to say. I mean, listen, I can't wait to ask him
2: all about last night's episode because we got <laughs> hot and heavy with some treats and I cannot wait to ask him about that. We'll get into some of the drama from the past couple of weeks with him and we'll also be able to ask him about his incredible connection and relationship that's already established with Marissa because, uh, you know, this is really what Paradise is all about. There's some drama, there's some funny moments, but overall it's about these love stories and he and Marissa have one of the strongest connections so far on the beach. So we will get into all of that, but before we do, we just have to give a quick little rundown of what we saw last night. There obviously was a lot. So it started with Um, the Brendan and Piper situation. Ah, Well, it started with cocktail party. Yeah, so obviously we see Natasha sit down with Joe and some of the women just to talk about. You know, last night we saw Chris and Alana go home. Basically the reasons why they went home are reasons why brendan and piper are still here something's not adding up so that's how it starts we see um joe and some of the women getting a little bit more clarity on what actually transpired between brendan and natasha and piper and this love triangle and we see joe and the as we as uh brendan calls them the disgruntled females go at him not even go at him i think just really just want to have a conversation to begin with it got heated uh that was a main chunk of the beginning was this conversation between them what were brendan's intentions like why was he here if he already had an established relationship with piper t and i weren't there for that conversation lord knows we were probably at the bar or eating chicken nuggets or something (laughs)
3: from afar and just lots of arm (laughs) movements and that's all i knew yeah yeah it was
2: a That night was a long night. It was Um, very, very long. It started, oh, this is what I wanted to say because obviously, you know, at the beginning of every cocktail party and rose ceremony, everyone sits down together. And we all sit there and we all talk and cheers and reminisce about the week a little bit. I mean, that kicks off. Every evening, every rose ceremony. Uh, What was interesting about this night, and we saw a bit of it, but there was actually a lot more of this conversation in that moment that just didn't make it to TV. But Titus came in and he basically, he was like, this week was very enlightening. We've had some relationships that formed outside of paradise that made it to the beach. And if you're here, like already in the relationship, what are you doing here? Um, Right. And he really drove it home, and in that moment, I remember looking over at Brendan and Piper being like, you know who he's talking to right now, don't you? And you
3: know they're thinking like, oh shit. We scraped through. Yeah. We got away with it. We're but good. I,
2: but I think that oh, night no. when Titus started talking about it, they it, it all kind of started to click, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh shit, something's coming for us. I mean, the tone but was even- just set at the beginning.
3: Oh, even so, after Joe and all the girls talked to Brendan and Piper, when Brendan and Piper left the conversation, because I'm sure that's intimidating for a group of people to come up to you. But even yes. after that, I can't remember exactly what they were saying, but my jaw was still on the floor about some of the comments, like kind of alluding to, well, Natasha wasn't going to have anybody else anyway and stuff like this. I'm like, they're, they're mm-hmm. still going. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. The comments are still going, like just. It's it, cut it all.
2: Yeah, there's a difference between there's so many issues that I have with this overall situation. Um But the the main thing that I have a takeaway just as a friend and as a woman is just the negativity towards Natasha. And right. and it's like Brendan, at the end of the day, if you didn't have a connection with her or you know, if you didn't think it was going to work out, that's one thing. But then stop dragging her a little bit and stop saying she had no prospects. There was no one else here. That is not true. Natasha is an incredible woman. She is stunning. She is smart. She is the full package. Like she is amazing. And so for you to downplay that, and I think just respect her um, in what you're saying, not only with Piper, but in your ITMs, like that's where I have an issue with. And that's what I'm not sure if he's issued an apology. I don't, honestly know if they've talked at all i don't know where it stands um yeah. and
3: and we'll have Especially riley on to see it directly to piper like how does that make piper feel like if yeah. you're going to talk about another woman like that but you were interested in her and yeah. we're here dating her for that long like you can't be dogging her like that oh. right
2: well i don't know where they stand at this point i don't i mean you know we saw them leave together in a relationship hand in hand Uh, They obviously left before a rose ceremony, but they left together nonetheless. So I don't know where they stand. And watching it all back now, uh, I think maybe I would have more questions if I was Piper. That's just me. But who knows? Um, We will have Riley on, like I said, to get his side of things. I know him and Brendan did have a friendship prior to Paradise because they were on the same season of Boucherette together. So we'll we'll get his side very shortly. Um, That wasn't the only drama that went down. We obviously saw uh more between tammy and thomas and um it's interesting for me in this position because you know t and i were there we lived it i mean watching it back i like that night um at the very top of the night once titus left and we were all free to frolic the beach thomas and tammy talked right away um because him and I then had conversations later on and he's like, I wanted to have this night between us and to really, you know, connect with you and appreciate this evening. And so their conversation took place early on. I mean, I know it seems more dramatic and heightened and that Tammy was very distraught. I mean, when I was living through it, it didn't seem that extreme, that intense. Right. Again, there's a lot that we've
3: missed. Um, and she was more emotional in interviews than she was, was with him. outside of interviews yeah
2: yeah um but i will say <laughs>
3: that wasn't it was it, her birthday
2: it was her birthday it was timing sucks i mean yeah. i felt for her i mean i felt very awkward that night because i knew i knew at that point thomas and i were basically together like he well, yeah, he, had he had sent had me like little and he
3: can't help that yeah
2: like he had sent me little notes in my food boxes that day where I was like okay we're good you know yeah. obviously I knew that there was a, a chapter that fully had to be closed um which which did happen uh and then so we go through the rose ceremony we saw Jasenia, Deandra, Tammy, and Demi, Demi. leave which oh my gosh! We I we were wish, sad. We were so sad. We had such a blast. I mean, all of those women were incredible, but we had just such a blast with Demi that it was really sad. She, say?
3: she was like, "It's a wash. It's a wash. <laughs>
2: it's a wash." Well, I wish they would have got all of the sound bites of her walking away. Because then, at one point, as oh, she's I walking know. away, she's like, "Take it in, fellas." <laughs> and like Demi still being Demi, up until the moment she left, and. I thank her for it because she is so entertaining. I absolutely. Well, and then
3: she was actually bummed out. I think Joe's comment was very good when he said that one thing about Demi is she kind of puts on a front of being this hard ass, but deep down, she is a human and has mm-hmm. emotions and an ego. And it's, I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. nice to see those moments and see, like, okay, yeah, yeah. She's also a human she, too.
2: She does have a big heart. She does. She's very caring i know we get like the funny humorous sarcastic side of her when we're watching tv but she actually has such a big heart and and i can imagine too i mean like the first time she went through paradise she left engaged like she had the full paradise experience and this time was very different from that and i feel like she was kind of robbed because i think she was trying to maybe live up to something that she had experienced before and it wasn't quite there um But I'm, I'm glad that we were able to spend the moments with her. I mean, listen, I thought she was going to come back. I, I, like, the next day, I was like, Demi's going to pop She's up behind up. the bar. <laughs> She's going to pop up out of the pool oh, with yeah. her goggles on or whatever it might be. We need bloopers. That's all. If for I can sure. ask for any hidden footage, I just want the bloopers of of Demi swimming around in the pool. <laughs> we called it the ecosystem. She had these old <laughs> goggles from I Swear the Titanic on. They were glass. They were
3: rusted. Uh, yeah, but There are w- dead crabs in the pool. <laughs> she was saving them <laughs> oh so many good tries. she was still trying to lay it on kenny at that point she walked yeah. up to kenny with a crab on her head <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: she gave it the old college try and i, I gotta give her props to it um okay so rose ceremony comes and goes the next day we see some new men show up and i think One of the main moments of the last half of the show, I would say, is Dr. Joe arrives. He takes Natasha on the date, which gave everyone... Hope. We were all wanting our girl to find somebody. We, I mean, I had never met Dr. Joe. We hadn't had him on the podcast prior to meeting him in paradise. And so I really thought, I was like, they could hit it off. They both He's live great. in New York. He's a little bit older. He's so mature. The he has conversation an established even career. before
3: the date was so good. Yes. Was such a good conversation. Yes. I was like, this is like date quality conversation right here.
2: It, yeah. We, I think we all had the hope. And um, unfortunately, unfortunately it seems like everything was smooth sailing up until brendan brendan's brendan, name yeah. and and i think for natasha she's just so over she's like he's not even here anymore and he's he was bummed the mood is still being dampened by him and mm-hmm. you know the little leftovers that are remaining of him and piper and so um i know it, it was, was tough
3: I to watch it sh- how much it showed after that but even when she got back i feel like we were still up maybe mm-hmm. I think and so. She just looked kind of deflated and was like, How did it go? That was a one on one that's so great. And she's mm-hmm. like,
2: I'll tell you tomorrow. Blended? Yeah. She was, I, I remember being like, I don't want to get into it right now. We'll talk yeah, about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, yeah, she was just, I think, a little bit defeated. Mm-hmm. Just it, it, it's so high. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I did say if it doesn't work out, he has all of us girls to answer to. But, um, Yeah, you were on your date, Tia, with Blake, and it looked so fun. First of all, the fact that Lil John showed up to kind of kick it off. I think he just set the tone for
3: you. Um, But you had a good date that day with Blake. It was. It was really good. And we had a lot of conversations, too, that were off camera, like on the side-by-side. And I was like, okay, this is great. Like, Because obviously going in, all I really knew is that I was physically attracted to him, but I really didn't know a whole lot about what's in his head um so it was a really really good day really fun anything adventurous like that kind of gets your adrenaline going and you kind of instantly bond with someone and he was a freaking nut driving that thing like Mm -hmm. they had to keep stopping and some of the producers on the date were like dude we got to make sure she like makes it back home to like (laughs) talk about this what the heck your Um, screams oh my gosh oh it was legit. We had mud all over us. We when we pulled up to that after location. I'm like, you're shitting me with this outdoor shower. Mm-hmm. And it was a trickle of a trickle. So it, <laughs> the rain got us more wet than the shower did. I'm like, this is an actual joke.
2: Did the rain get you more really wet or did Taddy Daddy? I plead the fish. <laughs> For all of you who don't know, um, so oh, yeah. we called Blake Taddy Daddy because apparently, like when Tia was watching claire season, season back did you had like you were attracted to the tats so i think you had yeah put it on your story calling him tatty daddy yeah, or something I was
3: doing like commentary during claritation season and i don't even know if he got to speak a word on but the i don't season. think he did i don't think but he did kenny was on there too right kenny and blake yes. they were yeah they're both tatted and people were messaging kenny like while Clarentation season was airing they were messaging Kenny and they were like Tia Booth's into you I'm like no no it wasn't Kenny it wasn't <laughs> you. we're on Daddy i Daddy <laughs> <I'm tattie daddies. laughs> um, so I've been with both teddy Daddies yeah I'm
2: I'm interested to see what next week holds because I, too we know a little bit more um but I I think people are definitely going to want to tune in for what's 15. about to take place um I'm not gonna give any more away than that but <laughs> With that, let us bring our man of the hour on because not only is he, uh, you know, fallen for a special woman on the beach, but he is involved in some of the drama, some of the confrontation, and we just need to get his take on everything because he has been a huge part of the past couple episodes. So without further ado, let's bring on Riley. This is not your first time on Bachelor Happy Hour. This is now your second, and we're thrilled to have you back. How have you been?
4: I've been good. I'm thrilled to be back. I appreciate it. Um, I'm excited to talk about the show, talk about life and whatever else is going down today.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) What is it like now? Okay, because obviously you went through Clarentasia season, you Mm -hmm. filmed it, you watched it all back. What is it like watching yourself on Paradise back versus when you were on Bachelorette? Like, is this more exciting? Is it more meaningful? (laughs) Like, what is the main difference for you?
4: Ooh, um, I think actually watching myself back this time, I I feel like I'm more relaxed this time. Mm-hmm. Um when I was on The Bachelorette, I don't know if it was just like the format because that that was like more rigid. I don't know if I was just like less comfortable or whatever. But this time when I watch myself, I'm really like, I don't know, I'm just kinda chilling. And mm-hmm. you know, like I'm saying like things more like off the cuff and I'm just having a good time. And I like watching myself back this time. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's the biggest difference for me. I just having, I seem to be having more fun. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I did. So it seems like you really are. Yourself,
2: right? yeah, yeah, I'm just chilling. That's it. And Tia, obviously Tia and I lived at that resort with you. We got <laughs> to know you for you. And <laughs> you are just so much fun. You're so full of life. And it's been fun for me, not only as a friend, but as a viewer to watch you and watch your relationship unfold with marissa it has been an absolute blast because you guys gave us some really good content Steam. last night steamy content which we will get into um but first i need to mm. know are you wearing the koalas on your feet right now
4: ah uh, you know what i'm actually not wearing the koalas on my feet they got so damaged when we were out there i yeah. gotta replace them they were like super like moldy and stuff by the time like, i keep I be-
3: sweating our asses off and riley has <laughs> <dozens> <laughs> Big slippers on, slippers. not even sweating i'm like what the <laughs> hell
4: Yo, I'm telling <laughs> you, those yo, slippers gave me good luck. It, was, well, no, no, it no. was the way to go.
2: So, I want you to explain it because you obviously told us on the beach why you wore them. Uh-huh. Give, give us the reason behind the slips.
4: Oh, the slippers, like I said, the slippers, they were just something that gave me good luck. I'm big on like animals and stuff like that. And I wanted to have a good time and I wanted to lighten the mood a little bit too. And I was like, yo, I guarantee you, like, if I put these on my feet, like, I have a feeling good thing is it going to come my way and i feel like they did you know i hey, was having a you good time I got that. Them. yeah but did
2: it, didn't you always wear them the beginning of each week after a rose ceremony
4: oh yeah you know yeah so i did off so each was, week just start off the week every week mm-hmm. after the rose ceremony just to give myself for one give myself good luck but then two just to set the mood right get the get the vibe you know and oh, everybody's right. spirits i guess and the right place i guess and i had this aura around me that just it just made me feel good i was i was happy it made everybody else um you know around me happy i saw you two smiling when i wore them so mm-hmm. it was just all good i like to do it
3: we, we loved that. it that's a good memory i forgot about that
4: mm-hmm.
3: Riley was my biggest hype man I was mm-hmm. like, i'm by my damn self again what's going on he's like you look good girl Come the on. best hype good. man
1: i was ready yes. okay, got, listen baby. i'm here for let's that let's Raleigh. go
3: Gosh, and Riley,
2: I do have to say, I mean, obviously there has been so much that has taken place already that we've seen week mm-hmm. by week. I do have to tell all of our listeners, though, that the night of the VIP party, you were crushing that God. dance floor. Still, I mean, so I, wish oh, appreciate them, you. I wish they would have released more footage of just i mean you and demi were tearing it up almost all night like we could not get you off that dance floor but you i mean at one point you were doing the worm you did the uh what was it like the trust fall forward where you (laughs) fell but you didn't you know
0: (laughs) 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 your lip
4: yo okay so i got the story behind that the funny thing is is it looked like a trust fall forward it really wasn't that was my first catching
2: uh, you you weren't trusting anyone besides the floor (laughs) <laughs> that's what i'm saying like, it was
4: literally me trying to do the worm for the first time and i just completely botched it and just busted my lip in it it was all bad like it was oh my god it was horrible but you know i jumped back up i got some confidence Played back up. and then i gave another attempt and i got it right <laughs> the next time so it was good
2: <laughs>
3: hey you left it all on that damn floor and i'm I damn I proud of you did you feel um, that marissa was losing her mind at the beach while you were at the party
4: it was funny, you know, watching that bag. I was like, I was so shocked. I was like, girl, what? do you push this from with you? Like, everything is all good, <laughs> you know? It's like
3: memes. It's like girls worrying about what their guys doing at the club. <laughs> and it shows Riley doing the worm by himself. It's like, I saw that. I saw that. I was <laughs> dying.
4: I was dying. Yeah, so, I mean, I kind of I felt bad um and then at the same time it just made me laugh i was like look at her she's so sweet you Mm. know what i mean so it was
2: good well that's when i feel like i mean she was into you you were both very much into each other since the moment you hit the beach but i think that night really solidified how she felt for you and like she had such a strong rush of emotions where she's like oh damn i'm like really falling for this guy listen you guys drive us crazy sometimes we lose our minds (laughs)
4: i'm sorry i was just i was, minding my, I was doing the worm minding my business you know
2: so i will you say came back
3: and everyone freaked the hell out
2: you you were on your best behavior that <laughs> night uh but there was Thank somebody you. who wasn't which mm-hmm. i want to get into be- i want to get into all of this drama between uh chris and alana and what went down last mm-hmm. week because you were very much so a part of it um so let's start with that because at the end of last week's episode basically we see you and joe And Justenia was there, and some other people too. I was almost going to just say some other folks, but I don't want to like date myself. (laughs) And so I'm too Midwestern right now. Um, But you all decided that Chris needed to leave Paradise. So, what made you want to take the lead on that conversation?
3: How did that Um, even start?
4: Well, first things first.
3: Premeditated. Right?
4: No, so yeah, right. So, first things first, you're um, not dating yourself uh, by saying, folks, I'm from the Midwest too. I say folks on the top. Okay, I say it so it's all good. This is why yeah. I like you,
2: Riley. <laughs>
4: um, <laughs> no, but so in that situation, why I took the lead, and actually, it didn't start off with me uh, originally asking the questions first. I So, I didn't start off taking the lead, but as we continued to talk in that conversation, I felt like we were beating around the bush. And based off of the things that I had seen from Chris, uh, based on the conversations that I had actually had with Chris, I was like, okay, I know how I feel. I know what I want to say. And instead of us going this roundabout way, I'm going to get straight to the point and be direct. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like we saw, and I loved this, we saw Attorney Riley come out. Hell yeah. And, and I. <laughs> I remember because I was gone that night and I remember because I was on the date and the next morning I woke up with all the women and I was talking to Marissa actually. And she was like, yeah, Riley pulled out his attorney self and it was so hot. She was so turned on talking (laughs) about it and like giving me like everything that went down, giving me the play by play. She was so turned on by you. And I was like, I I was like, damn, I want to see attorney Riley too. I'm mad. I missed this. (laughs) Probably where the whipped
4: cream came from.
1: Chris was speaking <laughs> yeah.
3: so softly, and one of y'all told him to speak up, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. tell him to speak up. We can't hear yeah. shit
4: over here. Mm-hmm. He, that whole situation, um, again, like I said, I think when we talked, based on what we saw, we only got to see the conversation take place between um, his actions with Yesenia, um and everything that gone on, had gone on at the party but mm-hmm. we actually talked about other points and other uh, issues that Chris had been involved in. Um, but at the end of the day, it wasn't just about, you know, the Jasenia and Chris thing. It was mm-hmm. also other uh, other things that he was involved in and then conversations that.
3: Oh, I forgot about that.
4: And so when I watch it back, I'm like, oh, OK, I can see why, you know, viewers can be confused um, as to like why Riley seems to be going so hard for one. Like you said, I go when I get into attorney mode, it's different. It's a different switch. This is what I do. And that's, that was the mode that I was mm-hmm. in. Um, and I understand like who I am um, and that when I get into a situation and I'm thrust into it, it can really go from zero to 100. Like, mm-hmm. quickly. You
3: defended Becca, too, in that conversation. I remember that now. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it was yeah. So um um it was the fact
3: that somebody well, else was saying, y- like some of the guys were saying.
4: Yeah, yeah. So this was that was a situation um involving Aaron. Yeah. Um this which whole, people
2: are DMing me about, so we can get into it for like two seconds if we want. But gosh, we, I,
4: listen, I don't mind, go ahead. You you know well, it. Yeah, you can go
2: And this just plays into why I think when people watch it back, they thought everyone was so hard on Chris for just one situation. Again, like Mm -hmm. he had been saying other things, like for example, the night before Chris had told me, um, yeah, Aaron was talking about you kind of painting you in a bad light, just being like, oh, he's only like interested because you were the bachelorette and he has the bachelorette in the bag, blah, blah, blah. So this is what transpired into an argument the night of the VIP party between, me and Aaron, also Chris was brought in. So Chris was dealing with issues and things that he said in different scenarios, in different settings, di- totally different situations, um, but with a lot of people on the beach. So that actually plays into this week when we see Natasha and some other people mentioning like why people don't necessarily like Chris or enjoy his company. It's because he did say certain things to a lot of people that rubbed everyone the wrong way.
3: And then went um, known up to it or acted like he forgot. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. It was,
4: that's yeah. exactly what was going on during the conversation. It was like, what do you mean? You just forgot. This just happened like yesterday. What are you talking yeah. about? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was this whole, uh, I think. What was, the, what was the phrase bag? The bachelorette or something. Some oh, phrase like that. that was, in the
3: bag. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Something like that. It was something very strange that was going on. And I was like, okay, you are Involved in a lot of conversations that in a lot of arguments that don't have anything to do with you. How did you mm-hmm. get there? This is something between you know Beck and Aaron. How did you get there? Right. Um, and he would just you know be in those conversations. And then mm-hmm. you know is it, I want to get on this soft-spoken thing, okay? Because <laughs> I um, I don't know if based I guess based, maybe based off what we saw, it seems like you know he's a soft-spoken guy. But there were arguments you know that he had where he was literally. To the top of his lungs, and it was like, Oh, well, actually, you know, he's not that soft spoken. I know he may seem like a charmer, you know, when we're in this uh, argument here, and we kind of got him by the balls a little bit, and he didn't know what to do. But trust me, he is just as much of a screamer as anybody else out there. He, once he has his mindset on something, he'll go for it. And if he can embarrass somebody, he'll try it. It Just didn't work, and it just didn't air.
2: Mm hmm yeah yeah there was a lot more that transpired and again like i say this week after week and people don't seem to (laughs) listen to us but there is so much that happens in an hour in a day in a week in the entire time of paradise that people don't see like everyone only sees maybe what like 12 percent of everything like there's so much more um and and unfortunately
3: were talking about too when alana spoke up and was like does anyone want to hear what i have to say and they were like, the guys were just so disrespectful. I'm like, it wasn't like that at all. It wasn't an issue with her. It was an issue with Chris. So it's almost right, that, like y'all weren't trying to disrespect her. It just wasn't anything against her, I guess. I don't know. It just kind of happened. No,
4: right. not at all. No, there was no issue um against her at all. Well, c- well we can stay on this, but also there's, a, there's I want to go back to the topic that nobody likes Chris because that's actually false too. Um But you yeah, know, it was nothing against um, Alana at all. It was so much going on with Chris. And again, mm-hmm. there were multiple topics that we were talking about. The Chris and Jasenia situation with involving Alana, that was just like the final straw. So it was like, okay, well, I mean, if you want to interject, there's no point in interjecting and talking about that one particular issue because there's so much else going on here. Mm-hmm. At this point, you know, it is time for him to go. And if you two are a thing, which you've talked about, you know, and maybe you two weren't in a relationship, but there was definitely conversation about, oh, you know, people coming on Paradise and giving each other roses until to the end. This not whatever plan. Okay, it blew up in your face. So don't try to act like all of a sudden now that, oh, it was just based on us having a previous relationship. That's not, that's not the sole issue here. There was obviously some sort of communication prior to, and then you watched it play out when she got there and then when we called you out for it, you tried to act all innocent. So mm-hmm. uh, again, just, but that's a roundabout answer um, and long winded answer just to say, you know, it wasn't just purely, you know, about Alana. No one was trying to shut her down. Chris mm-hmm. was just that frustrating in the moment.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, and we had Alana on the podcast last week and, you know, we got her take on everything. I do think like, you know, obviously we saw them both leave, not together at that point, but, if he even decided to leave and she chose to stay, I think it would have been fine for her. I know she was worried that she wasn't going to be accepted on the beach and wasn't going to have any friends. And I don't think that would have been the case at all. I think people, you know, everything was very heated that night. Obviously I wasn't there um, when that argument took place, but I can imagine things were pretty heated, but I think she would have been fine. But overall, after that all transpired that night, do you still watching it back now? Do you still feel like it was the best decision for them to leave that beach?
4: A um, couple things. For one, I agree with you. I think she would have been just fine had she stayed. I was actually surprised that you know those two you know were there, and I was like, "There's plenty of men out here that will certainly try to you know make a connection with her." Mm-hmm. Oh, um, definitely. And then um, I, before I answer that question, I do want to go back to the you know Chris. Nobody likes Chris or something like that. Chris was I, I didn't know Chris before I got there, so Chris got the same chance. Is everybody else that everybody else got that I didn't know? Chris was fine. It was not like I had some vendetta out against him, or like, oh, I just just don't like him for whatever reason. But as things unfold, it's like, okay, yeah, I am watching how you're moving, and I don't like your action. So, based on the things that I saw, I can now make. Uh, this interpretation and I came to this conclusion and then boom, now I'm going to tell you how I feel. Mm -hmm. That's what that was. Okay, But back to your question. What was the question again? I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) Do you think overall, you know, (laughs) the night of the argument, they decided to leave. Do you think watching it back, that was still the best decision for both of them?
4: Um, Well, I think it was the best decision for Chris, for sure. Um, Wasn't necessarily the best decision for uh, Alana. I don't know. Um, That's something that she would have had to uh, have made on her own based on the conversations that I had with Chris um, I didn't, it didn't seem as though to me that they were there for something serious. Um, again, it goes back to the, you know, give each other roses, uh, until the end, maybe so we can, no, not even screw that to hell with it. Maybe so we can get more airtime and we can be here and, you know, all of that type of stuff. Um, so yeah, in terms of that aspect, it didn't seem like they were there for something serious, but maybe Alana has, you know, a different side. You said she, you talked to her on the podcast. I have not spoken to her, um, you know, since the VIP party. I mm-hmm. mean, um, that was the one and only time that I spoke to her. Um, so, yeah, I, don't, I, I, I really, I actually, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, yeah, it, it was probably the best decision uh, for, at the very least for Chris to go for sure. Atlanta, she would have had to make that decision on her own.
3: Mm-hmm. I feel like she came in pretty hot and heavy for Chris. She didn't even talk to the other guys. She straight up said, Chris, you want to yeah. go on the date?" Well, so she, it kind of makes sense for.
2: But she, I will say go. this, she did at the VIP party because we were there for so long that night oh, that all four of those women that came in had an opportunity to talk to all of the men and they all did like everyone I'm pretty sure talked to everyone um so that's why I think when she came in that next day she already knew because she's like already oh, gotcha. talked to all of you guys the night before um and that's why I think she was zoned and I know again and this is what I told her last week I think people are trying to compare the you and Chris situation to exactly the same thing as the Brennan and Piper mm-hmm. Bre- Piper came in didn't go to the VIP party. She literally came in and within 30 yeah. seconds was like, Brandon, True. let's do this. Alana had all night to talk to the men.
4: Yeah. Um, and that's one of the difficult things about paradise because you have to make these judgment calls in such a short period of time. And based on, uh, you know, conversations that I had with Chris. And when I say conversations that I had with Chris, I don't mean like there was a dialogue where I walked up to Chris and was like, hey, Chris, how you doing, man? What's, what are you, What are your paradise plans? No, it was like, hey, I'm here. Let me tell you what's going on. Let me tell you what's on my mind. So he would just freely talk. for, And I'm like, I don't know why you want to talk about this information. Um, But he decided to. And maybe um, there was just not enough time to air, you know, uh, two diabolical schemes, I guess, um, you know, on television. And his just didn't show. But he talked about, you know, quite a bit. And so that's why when I saw the stuff unfold. between him and Alana, although she did, you know, go to the VIP party, she had an opportunity to talk to some other people. It was very much in line with what he had talked about previously. So it's hard to believe that, um, there were, there wasn't some type of an agreement in place. And that's why I say, Hey, you know, in my eyes, I believe that there was an agreement in place. And yes, it did. Based on that, it was the right decision for Chris. And I guess yet yeah, Alana too, to leave. Um, it's just, you just had, it's just tough to make a uh, a judgment call in that, I guess, small period of time. But based on what I saw from Chris, yeah, it was mm-hmm. time
3: to go. Uh,
2: okay, so speaking of diabolical plans, I want to get into right. the whole, <laughs> <laughs> the whole let's let's other <laughs> elephant in the room. Uh, because before, you know, I mean, w- uh, I'm assuming you and Brendan were friends before Paradise. You obviously spent yes. a lot of time together on both Clarentatius season. Um, Obviously, it's different when we live through something and we only see one side that's in our face. There's so much more that we see behind the scenes of conversations that are being had in ITMs between other people. So watching everything back now between Brendan and Natasha and Piper and this love triangle, did you realize at the time it was to the extent that as what we're seeing? Um, Like, did it really, truly seem like Brendan was leading Natasha on when you were living in it or only watching it back now?
4: No, no, not at all. And this, I, I am just as surprised and shocked and appalled as everybody else watching the show right now.
3: My job's I, been on the floor watching. Yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm texting like, people. I'm like, like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Right. Yeah, we were all and there. And like, like, we,
2: there's so yeah, much we didn't know.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. and that is the that is the difference. I think people... I'm getting a lot of questions all the time. What is the difference between, you know, the Chris and Alana yeah, situation? No. Yeah, they're going crazy about it. And then, you know, um, this Brendan situation and Natasha. And the difference is, one is right in my face and I got to see it and I got to have conversations and things unfold. I didn't have any conversations, you know, with Brendan about uh, Piper and Natasha. like that. I didn't have any conversations, you know, with Natasha like that. It was not like, I was someone that was being confided in. And then it just wasn't in my face, as you can see. And like when you see on the show, Brendan having these conversations, you know, they're isolated conversations with Piper. I think it finally came out that they were actually in a relationship on their one on one. Mm -hmm. It's like, not privy to any of that. And yes, I understand the outrage from the fans because looking at it on the outside, looking in, it's like, well, it seems like everybody knows everything. But no, we don't. Brendan is a friend, but. just like Brendan said, I think on the episode last night, you know, he, he like got away or something like that. Yeah, he did. He did get away from me. He,
2: he, because just, he mentioned he had withheld information.
4: Right. He said that, right. And, which, is, which is true. He right. Withheld yeah.
3: information. Yeah. Which is, anyone.
4: yeah. All of that just bullshit. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a and that's what I'm saying. He's a friend of mine.
3: And Piper's great too. Like we were rooming with Piper. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole first week we were all together and we didn't think anything of it too. Like we're mm-hmm. just as surprised as you.
4: Yeah, me. And, well, me and Piper, we don't talk like ever. So I that was never like a conversation that um, we would have had. Yeah, no. So he he did get away from me because. I do hold my friends accountable. You know, I'm, I'm friends with Ivan, Noah, Demar. Um, and I'm more so friends with them than I am, um, with Brendan. But whenever I do something with them, they'll call me out. They're like, Riley, listen, that, that ain't it. You know, and they'll say it in a much more blunt way than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on the show with Brendan, if I was able to see even a fraction of the stuff that he was saying, of course I'm all over. It. Like, like mm-hmm. what, what are you doing? That is ridiculous. You know, the way that you are treating Natasha and the things that you are actually saying about her when she's not around. I think that was one of the more disappointing things. Um, it's like, yeah, it's one thing to say it, you know, to her, which is also bad. But then to, you know, go off in secret and say these things about someone who appeared to be nothing but, you know, about you and try to make something work. Um, You don't have to say negative things about somebody. And it was just, it was shocking to me because he is a friend. And I like to think that my friend circle, I choose my friends pretty wisely. um, But hey, things slip past me too. You know, some people.
2: I mean, we were all bamboozled. I think we we were all bamboozled by what actually transpired, by what was actually said. And to add on to what you just said about, you know, what he was saying about, natasha i mean for me as a friend and just as a, a woman i i was offended by that i was offended by the comments that he would say you know she had no prospects and i was the only one here basically giving her the time of the day and but then at uh, one moment you know once uh-huh. joe and the other women went to confront him at piper we saw him kind of females the disgruntled females if If you will, Um, we saw him kind of go through several of the women, you know, he went through Natasha, he went through Demi, I think, like, basically all of the women that were there that were trying to have this conversation with him. Um, He didn't have the best things to say about them. And, you know, at this point, you are in an established relationship with Marissa, and I'm sure if you would have been there, you probably would have. You probably would have wanted to be part of this conversation and be able to hear his side of things and to be able to bring to light some things. Um but watching it back now, how do you feel seeing the way he spoke to Marissa?
4: Oh wow the um the the snapback comment that he made. Mm-hmm. Um, what did he say? Uh, you remember what, what he, did he said. Say?
2: He was like it's none of your business if I choose to stay if that's yeah. none of
4: your concern or something yeah. like that. He snapped back and said, Yeah, uh <laughs> okay. Uh, I was very shocked to see that actually. Um, and again, I think it goes back to, for one, we are friends and he knew that Marissa and I, um, you know, we were in a relationship at that time and he knew, he knew the way that, uh, at least maybe he didn't know exactly how I felt because we didn't have conversations, but he knew that, you know, we were together and that's just not something I would expect one of my friends to say about, uh, or the reaction that I would expect, um, towards someone that I'm in a relationship with from one of my friends. Now, he shouldn't say it or behave that way with any woman, but especially not with someone that um, you're like, hey, this is my friend and I want to be even extra cautious as to not, it, to, to not offend. Um, and then when he did it, I was like, I was surprised. And it did make me think like, well, I wonder if that same reaction would have been had if I was around at the moment mm. i am curious about that oh, i guess i would
2: be curious to see if you were there too i oh, would have yeah. i would have evolving. loved to see your response
4: yeah you know i'm going to save it i'm <laughs> yeah. going to save it i wasn't demi there and i do at the
3: demi was there to have her back mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, right yeah. demi
4: yes demi was a soldier on that. i appreciate that <laughs> demi shout out to you
2: uh, so yeah got your girls <laughs> back um so have you talked to Brendan since then? Are you guys cool now? Where is your friendship at these days?
4: Um, I have not talked to Brendan. Uh, I reached out to Brendan multiple times. I believe it's been four times now. Uh, mm-hmm. I've not gotten a response back at all from Brendan. Surprising, a bit disappointing. Um, but as of now, even though I saw Brendan's behavior, it's terrible, no excuse for it. Um, I do like for whatever reason maybe I'm just foolish Um, I like to give you know my friends an opportunity to explain themselves on situations before I make a decision essentially not to speak to you anymore Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where I am with it with the Brendan situation I haven't heard from him I I am hoping to hear back from him soon because Mm -hmm. of the relationship that we have and the respect that I at least thought he had, you know, for me, um, but don't get it twisted either. I ain't going to wait too long. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not with that shit either. Um, so if I don't hear from him soon, I'll just have to make a decision. Just like I had to make in paradise. Uh, now I have much more information than what I had before and ain't nobody tricking me like that again. That's Mm -hmm. just the way it is.
2: I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's foolish at all. I think that's the adult thing to do. I think that's mature of you to try and reach out and give him the benefit of the doubt and be able to be open to still having a conversation. Like, at the end of the day, you know, being on this show or being on Paradise or part of this franchise doesn't make or break like it doesn't define who you are there's so much more to everyone's life behind what you see on tv and so i i think that's wise of you to you know i i can imagine it's it's got to be tough to reach out multiple times and to not hear anything back and hopefully he does i mean it sounds like maybe he's learning something through all of this watching it all back um i'm hoping that it's not a case of he's just going to make any apologies because he got caught. I, I would hope it's because he actually feels bad about his actions and what all transpired, but um, I think that's very mature of you, but again, I, I would also be the same way where it's like, you know, how many times we're going to do this? Five times? Yeah, six yeah, times? Tried. Like, when's the cutoff? When's the deadline?
4: Yeah, um, and I mean, I get it also. Uh, I do. I, well, I'm I'm like you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like you in a sense where I'm hoping that he apologizes and he's not just doing it because it's like, oh man, I got caught, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm not really, uh, sorry for my actions. I just want to, you know, get people off my back. Um, I don't think Brendan is that type of guy. I would like to think that he's sincere. Um, and I also know that even though I've called him, I do know still like people are on him rightfully Mm -hmm. so, but the pressure is intense right now. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you do just need, some time to yourself to think mm-hmm. and make sure you know you have your head on straight and you're not going to go crazy. He says mm-hmm. life to live,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
4: at the end of the day. And I'm not like, oh, well, because it's not like me and Brendan talk on a regular basis. You know, I'm calling him now because it's a situation, but he's not like, you know, Damar, Ivan, and Noah who I'll talk to on a daily basis, you know. Right. So it's like, okay, I'll give you some time to be able to process your thoughts and then mm-hmm. give me, you know, a call back. Uh, because I get it. You're still human. Right. But I am looking for that phone going up mm-hmm. I am. So. Listen.
2: You know, who knows? Uh, I love Tia to death. She sucks at responding sometimes.
3: So maybe oh, yeah, he's just really like know.
4: her. <laughs> yeah, it could be that way. I get it. That's what I'm getting <laughs> Everybody's getting the benefit of the doubt. This is some crazy stuff. Right now, so,
3: yeah. i pop up once a month and reply to every message. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> tia, here, will,
2: tia will make her round shake, sets a Google alert every like fifth mo- day of the month or something to like respond to all of us. Oh I'm my. Just Come, Come on, Tia. Come on, Tia. Tia. So bad. <laughs> tia has been better. Tia, you have been great lately. <laughs> Maybe just because you have to because we're doing the podcast together. At least um, this time. Okay, Riley. Let's move on to more positive, happy things because yes, you and Marissa—I mean, you guys—are couple goals. I hate to say that. <laughs> the hashtag the couple best. goals. Let's get into last night's episode because, as Tia said at the beginning, it was steamy, and I—I like I I was—I had my pillow <laughs> in my mouth as I was watching this, half because I was screaming out of like excitement, <laughs> but then half because I was laughing so hard.
3: Okay. This whipped cream adventure that you two went on <laughs> wait, um, she set that up, right? Marissa set that up.
4: Yeah, so she set she that up. And it was a complete surprise to me—a nice surprise, but a surprise all the same.
3: <laughs> and let me just say, she knew. Wait, did the girls have the roses or the guys? Mm-hmm. Guys. Mm. She knew yeah. where the she guys knew. did. She knew mm-hmm. where she was getting her rose, and she still set that up for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. Love you know, that.
4: I was, um, I was. I, I I was pleasantly surprised. That's all. I, I was said. getting hot
2: and bothered watching it. Oh my gosh. I was, was I you I, done I felt like I was intruding.
3: Oh, I know.
4: <laughs> wait, wait, I'm sorry. There was a question in there. What was that?
3: What would have happened if if it would have been reversed and like she had to lick something off of your thigh, would you have pulled your pants down or I mean
4: I'd let her do it. Listen, I was down. <laughs> I was with the shits, okay? I was with all of the shits. All right? I'm not even going to lie to you. Like that's actually something I've never done before. Um I'm not even like big um, on like whipped cream like that. So
2: now you are. Yeah. I listen. I will have it with every
4: meal. That does not matter. I am all about it. Um so yeah when I don't know I guess when it was all going down, um I was shocked she was taking me over. First I was like, okay, wait, I hope I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not like about to get like secretly murdered. And then she's like, oh no, wait, I have this like fun game for us to play. And I'm just like, oh, we like licking off each other's bodies. And I am just down for that, you know. Thighs, chests, wherever you name
3: toe. it uh toe how did say it say your feet look really good too they feet look feet so clean at that point
2: sand in your <laughs> under your toenails that's what i was thinking the entire time I'm like she's getting so much sand in her mouth
4: uh you know what i mean i, I did get my first uh pedicure ever right before the show so i, I shout out to whoever sure. did it maybe yeah they were just like very durable, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what to call it, but they, they were in pretty good shape for that. So, shout out to her for going through and sucking on my toes anyway.
2: Did it Did it kind of turn you on a little bit? Like, in oh, a weird I, way?
4: In a very weird way. I had never had anything on my feet licked before.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And I was... I, I kind of... I'm not going to lie. I really I kind of liked that a little bit. It was like... You know, it, did felt good.
2: Did it happen that? Did it happen again in the boom-boom room that night?
4: Uh... I mean no she didn't lick my toe again do- <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait a second. but we it would i mean there was some use of uh the whipped cream because we took it just not back
2: on the toe oh yeah i saw you guys walking back to the boom boom room and oh, i was yeah, like he needs like, way more than that if he's gonna spend all night in that room <laughs> well, i bet it was emptied out oh my gosh i'm pissed because i wanted strawberries the next day for breakfast and i was told they were all out oh, that's because of you 2 uh, sorry.
4: Sorry about that. I mean, we had a lot of fun with those (laughs) strawberries and we ate quite a few of them. We did quite a bit of things with them. So I'm going to just leave it there.
3: Okay. When I say when y'all walked back up, your shirt was, uh, was buttoned all wrong. Mm Your pants were like rolled up at the bottom. It was, Hilarious. There was still whipped
2: cream. Marissa not only had whipped cream; I'm assuming knows whipped cream on her face. She had some on her arm at just one point. Shit. I was like, "You guys are a mess." And <laughs> the best—it was a struggle
4: to get this, the the clothes back on. I might even broke a button during that whole like ordeal. So I mean, it was just a struggle, but
2: oh good struggle. Gosh. Had a good time doing it. Uh, I do it I, man. I remember having you guys walk back because obviously we did have to go to the rose ceremony <laughs> very early in the morning. Watching <laughs> you guys walk back, and I was like, "Oh my." those two but i I loved us for them
0: (laughs)
4: yeah um i didn't even know if um i didn't even know if we make it back to the rose ceremony to be honest like but we i mean obviously we did but i was just like you made it this is going this is going too well so
2: what a that is a rose ceremony for the books if i ever saw one uh speaking of the boom boom room we you know earlier this season uh we saw you two go into it after your first date and there are so many annoying haters out there um obviously people came more so at marissa which is so terrible and discouraging which obviously it's such a double standard but what do you have to say to all the trolls that gave you two shit for going to the boom boom room so early Uh
4: Oh, well, first things first, we grow. Mind your business, okay? Mm -hmm. We came out to paradise. We are looking to be in committed relationships. We are trying to find love. Me and Marissa hit it off on the very first night. I know there are many people out there who wish they could hit it off the way we hit it off on the first night and then make their way to the bedroom. And then after that night, we still be into each other. You know what I'm saying? I know you wish you had it like that, but you don't. So... Calm that ass down, you know what I'm saying? One day, one day, you know, I hope the best for you and maybe you could experience something like that. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, like this is how me and Marissa felt uh, about one another. We, I, there was obviously um, um, physical chemistry. There was emotional chemistry as well. And then it just led to the boom boom room, which is where you want it to lead. Um, I don't think anybody is uh, trying to have a relationship um or a marriage or anything like that that is void of sexual intercourse um i mean some people might not something that i'm into a lot of people that i know are you know into that um so if you can get there and it's great you know good for you and it was good for us Mm -hmm. so fuck y'all
2: yeah i mean you said it best i could never could not say better than that um everyone's (laughs) adults we all make our own decisions and you two are so happy and it led to one of the strongest relationships on that beach. So, kudos. Yeah, to both when you to know, you. you know. And also, too, Tia and I were jealous because we wanted to go to the Boom Boom Room just for the AC. So you <laughs> had the right idea, man. You had the right idea. So
3: refreshed every morning, she's mm-hmm. like, "Hey guys, how'd you sleep last night?" We're like, "We, we,
2: well, we yeah, got sweating our no. asses off." <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so the first date because you just touched on that obviously there was such a Mm -hmm. strong connection you both hit it off and started this beautiful relationship but that date itself you Mm -hmm. ate a lot of interesting things you you two have had some interesting things in your mouths this entire paradise experience um did you actually eat the tongue that was presented in front of you
4: oh the big joint yeah Yeah. i did actually eat the tongue um it was um yeah I now. did it was a big bite I was actually I was starving at that time too so like when you saw me eating like you kept seeing me take these big bites
3: Marissa said y'all eventually stopped answering questions just so you could try the food
4: yeah we did a little bit of that like, we were why just, like, <laughs>
3: why don't we just eat it? it's here. here you here. might as
2: well go for it yeah, yeah.
3: that makes it more fun
2: mm-hmm. you, yeah, you no, both good. just were all in you know I feel like some people would have been like oh eh, no I'm not gonna do this but you were like whatever I'm with the girl I like I'm having a great conversation yeah. let's just go with the flow
1: it's what, paradise.
2: What was the most interesting thing that you ate that night?
4: Uh, we talking we talking boom boom room or we talking about that dinner?
2: <laughs> Either way. <laughs> hey, however you want to interpret that, Riley.
4: I'm kidding, kidding. That's, uh, that's, uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Riley's
2: getting bashful over there right now. <laughs> I'm blushing riley this is a complete 180 having you on this time around than when we had you on after uh, Tasia season. i yeah. love this i love the real riley <laughs> this shit's good listen <laughs> once
4: once i get comfortable and i get to know you it's game time baby
2: so obviously you put a lot of things in your mouth that night riley but what was the most <laughs> unique or most interesting <laughs> besides marissa
4: uh, <laughs> besides her right uh, now I would say so we had this um, it was it came in in a shot glass I think it was um, well to be honest I don't know exactly what it was but it was it was like it was a different kind of texture it was kind of like pudding um, and the taste it had like this like a, like a saltier type of, of taste to it it was a very unique something that I never tried before it was a, a very interesting experience uh, to say the least um, I'm glad I tried it because there was so much, um, so many things there that I had never tried before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad I did that. It was definitely, though, you know, experience an experience for the ages. That mm-hmm. um, I'd probably do it again. You know, if if I had an opportunity. Well, so can was, you was, imagine
3: eating an oyster for the first time? Is interesting too it's like this salty slimy thing and i love them i love that though
2: you i love that you both <clears throat> kept such an open mind and it wasn't only you it seems like marissa did it as well which i think is great and it really i think sets the tone for a relationship to see how you both kind of you know embrace new different experiences and yeah we were natural. meeting
4: each other yeah we're like listen we're meeting each other for the first time we're both in paradise for the first time let's try new foods together. For the first time, let's see how it goes. And it went well, in my opinion.
2: Very well. I think in everyone's (laughs) opinion, it went very well. Okay, speaking of foods, we can't forget about the good old cake that R.I.P. went into the fire. Because your reaction to the cake burning... Was gold. Uh, it was
3: the best of all. It
2: was such a good reaction. How <laughs> upset, upset were his you? Spoon, <laughs> he, was,
3: he had the
2: he had the bowl of ice cream ready to go. Like he wanted Yo. that cake. How upset were you that you didn't get a piece of that?
4: I'm still mad about that day. Okay, okay, <laughs> listen. Listen, it was chocolate, everything. I'm like, yo, I wanted to try it. Like, you this know it was
2: probably mm-hmm. so good, too. Oh, yeah. Everything I that came out of that it. kitchen was incredible.
4: Yeah, this was paradise. No. Everybody knew the food was A1. And I was like, you just wasted a perfectly good, like, full cake. <laughs> Not a slice. Mm-hmm. I'm saying It wasn't like a slice or something like that, that I had to be forced. No, it was a full cake that we really could have, like, everybody could have took a bite in that bonfire just going around mm-hmm. multiple times. circle. <laughs> it was like, nah, you wanted to just destroy it because of I mean I get it, you know, you got emotions and the situation was intense, but I was like, not the cake. Like, throw a shoe in there or a shirt. Yeah, or something. throw right. something
2: else that we don't give a shit about. Not the cake. You know what I'm saying?
4: Not the cake. So yeah, yeah I was I'm I'm still pretty upset about the cake. But
2: oh, I was crying. RIP. Oh, that was good. That was good. Okay. <laughs> 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 Overall. There's still so much that happens that I can't wait for people to see. But up until this point, if you had to describe paradise in one word, what would it be?
4: Hmm. One word? That's hard. But you can give
2: us three. Give us three different words. I can
4: give you... Ooh, well, Whatever you want. Sec- first things first. I got to go sexy because it's a lot of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I can say it's hilarious. Uh, because it's very funny, and then um, phenomenal. The overall experience of mm-hmm. paradise uh, is so far what we've seen, has been phenomenal from you know, the love stories to the sexiness, to the drama, you know, all of it to the people that you meet. So I think mm-hmm. right now all three of those words kind of embody what we've seen so far. And uh, I probably have more words as it continues on, but that's what I got so far.
2: Well, we might have I'll you back it. on. This has been such a pleasure. I'm surprised you didn't just go with boom, boom room.
4: Uh, you know what? I mean, you <laughs> can, we could we could rename the boom, boom room, you know, Riley Marissa's room if we like. You know, we could gonna do be that.
2: A, there's going to be a <laughs> plaque on the door next year for, for whoever enters. It's just going to have an M and an R on it. Um,
1: Listen, <laughs>
4: M&R was here. I'm about that.
2: Riley, this has been <laughs> such a pleasure. Before we let you go, though, we're going to play a quick little paradise superlative game. So T and I are just going to give you some superlatives back and forth, and you just have to give us the name that comes to mind first. So to start, who would you say is the funniest in paradise?
4: Uh, Carl. He, his actions were pretty <laughs> hilarious, in my opinion. They <laughs> <laughs> just were a poem reading, everything. It was funny.
3: All right. Okay. Next one. Best dressed in paradise.
4: Noah. Noah came out there with some funky stuff sometime. I I was like, okay, I'm down with that. I
3: I
2: always wonder, like, how many chains is he going to show up in today? You know?
4: (laughs) Right? He he showed up to the VIP party.
2: I'm pretty sure he borrowed Abigail's at one point. Oh, (laughs) yeah. He he came dressed to impress. All right. Who was the biggest flirt in Paradise? Biggest flirt. (sighs) (laughs) Sorry,
4: this is terrible. Oh, uh, biggest flirt. Tammy? Yeah, Tammy comes to mind. Tammy. You talk to a lot of people.
3: Okay, next one. Crybaby of paradise.
4: Crybaby of paradise. Uh, McKenna. She came right in and started crying.
3: Mm hmm. ASAP. Yes,
2: like, Quickly. All right. The most outspoken in paradise.
4: <clears throat> um, other than myself?
2: You can say yourself if you want.
4: Oh, no, I- I'll say somebody other than myself. Aaron. He did not hold back.
3: That's
2: true. He did not.
3: Life of the party.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Who's the life of the party in paradise? Oh, who's the
4: life of the party? Me.
3: Said, <laughs> what?
4: Were you at that VIP party? Oh, what what was I wasn't. I don't know. Oh, my bad.
3: Okay, but Riley,
2: best dancer in paradise.
4: Also, me. Also, okay. <laughs> Look, also, me, and I'm not even a great dancer. It was just that for whatever reason I was feeling myself tonight, but you got uh, you got me um busting out the worm you had no out there doing some dirty stuff mm-hmm. um you had uh jimmy out there and then becca you went out there and cut a road too so i was having a blast a people, yeah mm-hmm. so yeah we we did a damn thing
2: we worth we the life of the party that night you're goddamn world. right damn <laughs> oh i want to relive that okay who is the sexiest in paradise marissa mm-hmm. i was gonna, gonna say answer. if
3: you don't say that name yeah, we're, we're gonna have some problems <laughs> uh most muscular in paradise
4: uh me uh and then if not me um, um what's the one dude um uh, James James pretty Jack dude he <laughs> ate he <laughs> is. five times a day he, he ate, didn't ate, talk to anyone <laughs> but
3: he ate all day
4: <laughs> yeah he did
3: <laughs> okay last
2: but not least who is the biggest heartbreaker of Paradise
4: the biggest heartbreaker who let a lot of people down um, actually no. Tia, you are out there breaking hearts, okay? No. Listen, that is you. You are out there breaking hearts.
2: Tia is a little heartbreaker. It I will sweat. give. <laughs> I will give you that. Riley, <laughs> it was such an absolute pleasure having you on today. I'm mm, so glad we were able you. to talk to you again. It's been too long because we miss you.
4: Oh, I miss you as well. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Anytime you want me back, just holler at your boy. I'll oh, be we right will. Home.
2: So fun. We will. You're the best. <laughs> so fun. All right. Thank thanks, you. Riley. Take care. All right. I'll
4: talk to you later.
3: Oh, I love Riley. Oh, he's the best. He's I'm, the freaking best. I'm he glad truly people can is. see that side of him. Like, he's actually like that all the time. So fun. He's such a fun dude.
2: I remember when we first had him on Happy Hour last year, he was so nervous. Even afterwards, he's like, did I do okay? Like, I, I didn't want to say too much. And he just, I feel like. Feel so much more comfortable. Paradise is such a different setting than other shows because it's co-ed. There's so many people. There's so much going on that I feel like it's easier for each and every one of us to relax. And I feel yeah, like it's a
3: little looser, less he, strict.
2: Yeah. And it makes it easier when you're falling in love with somebody and like really yeah. establishing a connection. So he um he's been so great to watch. I'm I'm glad that we were able to have him on. And uh I can't wait to see where. His relationship with Marissa takes some,
3: and I can't wait to see those pecs on screen.
2: Oh Every my week. gosh, I know. Oh. Listen, monster, has, there. I know there's footage out there of him busting a watermelon with his biceps, and this <laughs> is the footage. ABC, release it if you can, please, because we need to see this in the world. Um, I mean, I gave a whole interview just talking about him working out one time. Oh, so yeah. if I could we just watch him work out daily. Oh my, Tia and I would sit at the edge of the pool. We would have our martinis. We would just look over the edge, watch Thanks the men working out. We did. It, it was it was the real show. Um, this, is, this is why you go to paradise if you can, people. <laughs> um, but a huge thank you to Riley. Tia, thank you for joining me again this week. And an even bigger thank you to all of our incredible happy hour listeners. Thank you for tuning in once more. And we have a couple more weeks to come of paradise and you won't want to miss it uh if you want to follow us on social and see all of the happenings going on please do so we are at bachelor happy hour on instagram and at (laughs) batch nation pods on both facebook and twitter and as always please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast you can do that on spotify on apple podcasts the wondery app or wherever you are listening to us right now all right until next week everyone take care bye guys
0: So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the... Only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good.
1: I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast joe does as well and i've been really loving the results that i've been seeing
0: my routine i have my eggs in the morning i take a symbiotica and i'm ready to take on the day hit the gym i'm more alert i just feel good what's even better is that symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track with a subscription your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now?
1: What's that, Joe?
0: I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long.
1: I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation.
0: There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you.
1: I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner.
0: We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now?
1: I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go?
0: Maybe a beach. I have a good idea take the beachbound vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. There's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. Show Black Founders some love not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.